straight, no chaser. Exactly. So, speaking of, take two, Straight No Chase of the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, like, listen, share, subscribe, tell your friends, all of the above. Um, I, I don't know if we even need to introduce ourselves anymore. You can see like what our little names are. We do. Yeah, we should do that. Maybe we got new people that may come up. Hold on a second. Don't, don't get it twisted because we got a, a few listeners. Mugs still don't know who we are. We got to yeah. always introduce okay. ourselves. We ain't nobody in this game. Yeah, I watch. I watch Undisputed, and they be like, "You got Skip Bayless, you got Shannon Sharp." That's every day. Right. So you always gotta introduce yourself. There you go. Okay. So I'm John, and uh, Rasheen go. I thought you was fire. John fire. Yeah. I mean, but my name is my first name is John. It's funny people call me a bunch of different names, and I have to keep reminding people my actual name is John. Skip aliases. My, my Skip name aliases. is Lou. My name is not Lou. Right. Blue no, it's not. Blue M. Naughty. <laughs> I wanted to put the ill in front of that, so anyway, we'll talk about that later. Rashid, go here. What's up, y'all? Rashid. Uh, what's up? What's happening? Shut up. That's that uh, old trick daddy. Uh-huh. What's up? Shut up. Y'all, y'all remember that? No, whatever. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess I'll get wrap it up. It's your boy Neil. We here again. Missed y'all. We're gonna talk about some things and get into some things. There you go. So, needless to say, had a very momentous presidential election. We've been talking about this for months. Um, money, 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 money. Yes. Money, so, money, money, money. Uh, those that weren't yeah. aware, I bet each one of the other people on the show. Who's gonna win? If Trump was gonna win or not, uh, Trump lost, or so we think. We haven't. I mean, it's not. I don't know if it's complete. We uh, basically Trump has lost. So had to pay everybody ten dollars. But you haven't paid. But you haven't paid yet. No, I, I didn't see it in my Venmo or my Cash App. Whoa! Stop that! Don't do that. I saw. I saw it in my I Cash App. Pull out, I don't pull out. Don't do that. I just looked. It wasn't in my Venmo or my. Cash well, hold on one second, Rock. <laughs> not gonna have me out here like this. <laughs> come up, everybody else is joining. You see that, people? You see what it says? A bet's a bet. Cooks that? always pay that debt. Remember that. Was that cash app? Where's my money? Chef. But see, Keltrick, I was going to pay Keltrick, but he has a very specific, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, cash, what would you call it? Apple Pay. Not, I don't have Apple Pay. I have, ladies and gentlemen, Everybody uses Cash App. Is that correct? Most people have Cash App. If you do not have Cash App, you got PayPal or something like that. I got PayPal. I don't have PayPal. I got Cash App. I prefer Apple Pay. I'm trying to give you money. You need to be like, here is my Cash App. Is that you should you shouldn't have made the bet. Anyway, you're supposed to accommodate my 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 forms of payment. No. Anyway, so you can mail you can mail me your ten dollars. 
You can put it in the mail. $10. Okay, you're right. We'll take care of that. I'm going to pay Keldrick. Don't worry about it, people. Nonetheless, lost the bet. Um, I had a couple people that were real specific. What was the bet? The bet was that uh, Trump was going to win. $10. Right? You you said that Trump was going to win, and myself and Rasheen from the jump said Trump was going to lose. Right. Neil eventually got on the bandwagon and said, yeah, put me on that thing, too. Right. And you was like, y'all going to pay me $30. And every every episode, you always referenced how we were going to pay you 30 bucks. Right. And we all always laughed at you um, vehemently. And uh, yeah. oh, I, I was always suckling vehemently. Well, um, no, and you would, yes. well, before you say vehemently, whatever you just said. Vehemently. That, too. It wasn't like it was a blowout. And he lost fact, by 5 million votes. But his vote totals increased amongst wait, every demographic. Wait, I don't want to give wait, anybody the wrong impression wait, that I'm a Trump voter. So. Wait, absolutely. But wait, the, blowout. The, 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 wait, John, can I ask you one question? John, can I ask you a question? Did you lose? Yeah. Okay, that's all. Thank you. Yeah, but what's the bet? So no, no, no. I, 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 we need to address that though. Like you can't well, say it was it wasn't it wasn't close. It's not like it was like sixty nine million to sixty eight million. He lost about four million people. Even in electoral college, it's three hundred plus to like two thirteen. Like that's a blowout. It's it hasn't hit the three hundred plus yet, but I think he's going he's going to get um Nevada who's still counting. No Arizona who's still counting. I think he's going to get um, Georgia, who's still counting. He might even surprise us after the uh, mail-in votes and pull in North Carolina. That'll definitely pull him way, way over. But even if he doesn't get North Carolina, he just gets Arizona and, and uh, Georgia. Georgia. He's gonna, 300. What's going to happen is he's going to have the same amount of electoral college votes that Trump had when Trump beat Clinton, and Trump kept saying it was a landslide, and no one corrected him. So if you're going to have the same amount of electoral college votes and it was a landslide for Trump, then it's a landslide for Biden. And then on Wait. top of that, Trump lost the popular vote. This dude got a full 3%. He's right now 3 percentage points above Trump in the popular vote. That is, sir, a blowout. 3 percentage points is a blowout? When you're dealing in tens of millions of votes, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, Joe, that's five, five million more people voted for one person than the other. That is absolutely a blowout, man. I don't think it's ever been that 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 wide of a gap. It has. Really? Definitely. Not, not five million, but it's, it's definitely been. I mean, this is the most people that ever participated in the, in the process. So I don't know if it's ever been five million people. All I'm going to merely say, fellas, is that, yes, Trump lost the bet. Y'all won the bet. Um, I don't want to give anybody the wrong impression that I'm a Trump supporter. I'm not. Um, I think that Trump is going to be very influential in coming years. Um, blah, blah, blah. But Wait, you said Biden won. Think, or he is going to be? I think he is going to be. But Biden oh, oh. won. Um, he's going to be the president and everything like that. So that kind of brings up something else. I, don't, I mean, we've established that I lost a bet. Everybody's good with that. So we don't have to rephrase that because there was people out there that was like we want to see you talk about the bet or whatever anyway so we're good now um i forgot what i was about to say did wait, did you say you, you feel trump is going to be influential absolutely yeah How so? i mean like right now they the gop the republican party is kind of doubling down on his whole 
thing. They're saying, you know, they're questioning the election and, you know, that um, going forward, Republican candidates are going to either have to like kind of sign on and try to be, you know, Trump Jr. or they're going to have to repudiate Trump. And either way it goes, you're going to turn off one section of the uh, Republican electorate. And at that point, that candidate is going to have to kind of choose. And I think that they're mostly going to be choosing to go in the Trump direction because he's shown that them people are out there and they're going to try to be just like him and follow along that path. And it just kind of depends if the Republican Party continues to grow. They just got the most votes they ever got. And, you know, uh, support for the party grew in every damn demographic except for white men, so on and so forth. So that's why I think that. Yeah, because uh, that's that's the interesting thing, because when when like we're we're excited because Biden got the most votes in any president can presidential candidate in history in America. Right. But what people aren't really shining a light on is that Trump got the second most votes than any presidential candidate in the history of America. Like when he hits, I mean, he hit 70, when he was at 68, that was the most votes. And then when Trump was at, when Biden was at 68, that was the most votes. He leapfrogs over 70. And he's like, oh my God, he got 70. And he goes, Trump got 71 million votes. Like, you're right. He grew his, he grew his base. But the thing that I think was interesting is he grew his base doing um, the old school door to door, knock on, come on out, you got to vote, support me, come to a rally, thousands of people at a rally. Biden didn't do that stuff. I thought it was interesting that Biden didn't do the old school campaign. He still was able to pull all the people out. But you know what? It don't even surprise me, but you know, it was just, I guess for lack of a better word, we're going to take you back. That's ill to me. Despite the four years that we just went through with this man, thank God it's over. Like you just said, 71 million people were still going to be like, yo, I could do another four years with this man. Like you saw what he already did. You, we saw his track record, but yet 71 million Americans was like, you know what? Eh, I could do it for another four. That's crazy to me. That's wild. That's I bananas. Mean, yeah. <laughs> so I think that their party is going to continue to go in that direction. And, you know, that's why I say Trump's going to be very influential going forward. I don't think they got any choice. And I think what Trump's about to do is if he don't go to jail, he's about to jump in the media business. He's yeah. Gonna, he's going he's gonna to be the new, he's going to be to the right of Fox News. Like Fox is, is really right. They really, cause he, whatever he puts out there, whatever Trump TV looks like, is going to be uh, to the right of Fox. So he, because he's upset with Fox right now. Mm-hmm. So if he has a bullhorn, 71 million people willing to vote for whatever he says vote for, mm-hmm. you're right. The Republican Party now is going to be the Trump Party. Who was that dude that used to talk all the conspiracy and just be obnoxious? And I think Trump even gave him an award at one time. What was that? What was that news name? Um, Rush something another? Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, so you thinking Trump will do something like that, or maybe even a little bit worse? It'll be worse than Rush. Huh? It'll be worse than Rush. That's crazy. He's gonna be worse than Rush. I could see that happening real easy because Rush Limbaugh about to die, and then Trump goes in there and like takes over that whole little radio network, and yeah, that would be ugly. It's gonna be. It's gonna be stupid. <laughs> oh well. 
we all going to be here. It's going to be very interesting. So, so I'm looking forward to Biden, who, I mean, uh, clearly needs Black people and Black support, doing this whole Lift Every Voice plan that everybody was so excited about and mad at Ice Cube about. So I know in the first 100 days or so, he's going to sit down with the House and make all that happen. And you good Democratic voters, y'all going to hold him to that. That's good. So, uh, I mean, now... You, you're not going to hold, you're just going to disappear? You're not going to say nothing about it? You're not going to challenge them? You're not going to try to hold them to it? Me personally, I feel like people should absolutely um, hold the elected officials, you know what I'm saying, to account. So does that mean you will take part? Right. We ask you, John. Holding him and making him accountable to his word. Um, John Fire Ali. Like, well, you. Not particularly. I feel like my job is to do something different. Um, I, as one of the people, like this is definitely what is best for the people. I guess you could say that when we're talking about specifically the Lift Every Voice plan and doing all those different things that he was laying out on his website or whatever. Absolutely, I want him to do that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that um, that's not something that I would, I don't know, politic for or try to approach him about because I don't believe, I think that's a waste of my time personally I feel like you Democratic voting people should be the ones that's like doing that. And I think they will. People have definitely been talking about that, holding, you know, the administration accountable when they're coming in to do their thing or whatever the case is. And that's good. That's how it should be. But you're just going to sit back and criticize them. I'm right. going to light his ass on fire constantly. Every damn chance I get. Every chance I get. Yeah. And they are going to start like uh, trying to say to people, you know, my thing is, they're going to be like, no, we can't do that right now. We got this other priority, whatever the case is. I'm just going to be like, yo, y'all should not let them do that. That's all I'm going to really Can I ask you a question, John? I just like stirring the pot. So if Biden didn't win and Trump was the president still, would you have tried to hold Trump accountable? I mean, yeah, but I, I'm under no illusion that the Republicans or the Democrats would ever do either one of those two things. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not... I'm against the Democrats and for the Republicans. I think that both both parties are trash and we need to like do something totally different. That's what I'm saying. Into yeah. yeah. who, unfortunately, now that that whole catastrophe is over with, which one day is going to be an amazing miniseries on Netflix, the Trump administration years, that shit is going to be fire. Um, but it's going to be like, it's going to, it's going to be like, uh, Tiger, whatever that thing is with the Tiger series, it's going to be a disaster. It'll be like West Wing on acid. Just the amount of real ridiculous stuff that's happened the past four years is kind of mind-blowing. But... Is it really mind-blowing? What's up? I'll, it is unprecedented. Like, you know, he fired the, the sec def today, Secretary of Defense, mm -hmm. um, which is unprecedented. You know, he right. hasn't conceded, which is unprecedented. Yeah. Um all the former presidents have already called and congratulated the president-elect. But the um, Republican leadership has not. No. That's what I'm saying. The Republicans are moving towards him and like coalescing around him. And, you know, um, really. the has, hasn't said nothing uh, to Biden. No, none of the elected Republicans. It's the only, yeah. person, only people who congratulated him is uh, Mitt Romney. Um, Susan Collins, whatever her name is. Susan the Collins, Maine? Yeah. Better had. It, it, yeah, but outside of that, all them other Republicans are—they're not saying nothing. Well, they're not—they're not. I don't think the majority of them 
are supporting what he's doing either. They're just not outright saying he's wrong. What they're looking What's at the difference? is got 71 million votes. Those are people who would have to vote for my, my behind. So I'm not going to say anything that looks like I'm against him mm-hmm. because I want them to vote for me. I still want to get back in Congress. Basically, yeah. That's why they That's what I'm saying. talking about. They wouldn't well, like, like I, they, they fight in a good fight. I give you an example. The governor of Texas has not come out and said anything for the president-elect. He also has not done anything to substantiate the, the, the theme of any fraudulent activity from an elect from a, a voting standpoint. What's weird to me, and I don't know if you guys talked about this or not, I apologize, I had something to deal with, but they're not complaining about the other parts of the ticket. It's only the presidential votes that they're talking about, but they haven't pushed back on any of the Senate races, any of the other uh, House races. It's just the presidential count that they have all these issues with. It would be on the entire ballot. So you, you should see more, you know, down ballots. Like the Republicans gained uh, House seats. So I don't think his argument has a leg to stand on at all. Um, the lieutenant lost. governor in Georgia was like, Republican lieutenant governor in Georgia was like, mm, there were, there's no evidence of fraud. That, like, we don't know what he's talking about. It was a fair election. We're going to count every vote. It is what it is. But now you've got the two senators, um, the two sit, sit, sitting senators right now, the woman and the dude. Um, Orrin and uh, Loeffler. Yeah. They call in for the Secretary of State's res- resignation. Yeah. The Republican Secretary of State. They're going to get it. They're not going to get it. No, they're going to get that. They're not okay. Gonna get it. In any way that they have got to keep them two Senate seats in Georgia in Republican hands, any kind of way that they can configure to do that, they're going to absolutely do it. I got two words. I got two words. Stacey Abrams. It ain't going to happen. Hey, man. Black women will lead the way. You got to follow. Is this that's the that's the story of the other year? Stacey Abrams is not letting it go down like that. Very impressive. Very impressive. Listen, um, I just want to say congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and their campaign on on a clear victory. Um, cheers. My issue, salute. My issue with this whole thing is I don't think it should ever been that close. I think with this election review, I don't know if you guys touched on this or not is there's a lot of people who support his agenda. And I don't know, my assumption is they believe how he believes. And it's mostly predominantly in rural America. Uh, Ironically, there were two states, when you look at the counties, where there was no Democratic winner. And that was Oklahoma and West Virginia. Go look it up. Um, You saw a blue, a speckle of blue in every other state besides those two that that I've seen thus far. I found that incredibly ironic that those two states are Republican, man. That's just that's weird to me. Well, you know, politics is like your favorite team. You ride with them even when they're losing. Like, people aren't critical. A lot of folks aren't critical about the political party that they, they choose to affiliate themselves with. And if they are Democrat, they vote in Democrat no matter what the Democrat says. They Republican, they vote Republican no matter what the Republicans say. They're green, they vote green no matter how stupid the green idea is. Like they, they just do yeah, that was a shot, John. They just do it because it's like it's like a gang. People aren't independent thinkers anymore. So you have these Republican leaning areas that is just like we're just gonna vote for the Republican ticket because that's just what it is. 
Yeah, but I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't paint that that picture with that broad of a brush. I agree with you in theory, but because you you don't see that, like Texas wasn't called immediately yeah. when Poland was closed. I'm not saying I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying that is a that I think for me that is a reason why there are some areas that is just going to be all red and some areas is going to be all blue. Now the other piece though about not calling places immediately is because folks forgot there were almost a million early votes and mail-in ballots. Those numbers weren't coming in immediately. They needed time to count those. And in certain, it's only in certain areas though, right? Not every area had to. It depends on the state you're in. Right, exactly. The state that you're in determined how those votes came in. Florida, no, Ohio counted all their mail-in ballots first. So when they counted all their mail-in ballots first, Joe Biden was in the lead. Then when the, 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 the day of votes came in, Trump won Ohio. Now, but you look at, that's a swing state. But that's a swing state. I'm talking about like a like a place like Texas. In Texas place, historically have, has been a red state. Same as Georgia. But when you most have to count those mail-in ballots. I don't disagree. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is the polarization that you're referencing, I don't know if this is widespread. Like Mississippi voted to change their flag. You know what I mean? So with, again, out of the 50 states, you got two, just two, that everybody voted for the republic. Like every county in those two states went red. That is asinine to me. Mm. And, and not that I'm saying it, it should or shouldn't be. I, I, just, I just don't think that groupthink should be that way. And just across the country, like just shot, like I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't live in Oklahoma or West Virginia because of those types of things. Ever. Man, West Virginia got some of the best uh, real estate in the local Mid Atlantic area. Thank you. When I look at the, the when I look at the, the the map of red and blue, and you have states that are all red with that speckle of blue that you're talking about, it's like, eh, I'm not gonna mess with the rest of Tennessee, but I'll go to Nashville. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna mess with the rest of Georgia, but I'll go to Atlanta because you gotta find I gotta find those hubs of blue. You could go to Savannah. I could be. Yeah, Savannah. You know, but that's what I'm saying. Those cities that were those cities and counties that were blue in the middle of states that were all red, I was like, mm, I wouldn't want to be on the outskirts, but I wouldn't mind kicking it in the blue centers. But it's that's rural America. Like when you look at he won in rural America and the metropolitan areas, I mean, he got destroyed. I don't know outside of again, like Oklahoma City and that's that entire state, you don't see him winning any metropolitan cities. None, 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 or the suburbs really? surrounding those cities. Yeah, because because now cities are going through gentrification and it's pushing those liberal leaning people out of the the metro area into the immediate suburbs. So those suburbs that used to be red are now becoming blue because people couldn't live in the city anymore. Those same yeah. people who would have voted blue now live in the suburbs. So yeah, that blue even like Phoenix, Arizona is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. See, you get this kind of in-depth political thought. Straight no chase of the podcast. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. We're all point. over the place. Every podcast service possible. And, and should we plug our own, our own, like, how you want to contact us? Like, you know, Rasheem's IG, Neil's IG, John's IG, my IG. Are we plugging those, too? Or are we just doing straight no chase? Because we got an IG page, too. Straight no chaser on Instagram. Uh, I don't make friends on social media like that. So you know, S T R eight. 
straight, no chaser. There you go. I'm a lurker on Instagram. Anyway, um, speaking of lurking, COVID is lurking right now, everywhere, all it's over the lurking. country, stalking people. Um, I don't know what else there is to say about this. Pfizer just said that they had a vaccine that was 90% uh, effective in testing. So here's the, here's the question again. Now, would you take the vaccine? Vaccine is coming out next week. It's available. Would you take it now? 90% effective. Not me. No, sir. Not me. I think I'm still going to wait for the next administration to come in. I yeah. mean, okay, so say it comes out February 2021. Biden is in. Biden has co-signed it. It's 90% effective. Boom. I ain't got no problem taking it. There you go. Yeah. I'll, rock with, I'll rock with it then, too. Gotcha. I, I don't, I don't, here's the deal. I don't trust I trust organizations more than I trust the leadership of our country right now. Mm -hmm. And organizations want to make money. He has been deceptive. There's nothing in me that makes you want to, he's, he's appointed people that are not independent thinkers is group think logic. Mm -hmm. And so nobody's telling him, Hey, that doesn't make sense. Hey man, chill out. You're hey, talking you're, about, uh, Trump? I'm talking about 45. I'll never call him, you know, Forty-five and his cronies, and I'll refer to them as that because, again, they, they've been indicted criminals. A lot of them have been uh, labeled and identified as such. I just don't, I don't trust them. And I'm an independent thinker. If, if there was, I would say if 43 and his team, Bush's team was in office, I would think about taking the vaccine from his group faster than I would from 45's group. <laughs> Denise Caldwell says she's going to wait for the third batch, like the iPhones. It's going to keep getting refined and get better and better and better. Yeah, they've already, they've they've already went through batches. To even get this far, they had to go through batches. I'm at a point where I just, I just want something out there because COVID is not going to disappear on its own. It is a virus. It ain't going to mysteriously, miraculously disappear, as 45 said it would. Um, we, we're going to need a vaccine. Period. Point blank. Just like measles, smallpox. Uh, what is it? Measles, mumps, rubella. Yeah. She can wait for round three, but she might not be able to have a job because what I believe is going to happen is employers will mandate that somebody has a vaccine to get employed. My son they is... Start, they starting to do that now. They starting to do that now in New York. Yeah, I can see that. Especially, and, and not even just that, schools. Schools are mandated just like they mandate vaccinations. They go to, to elementary, middle, high school, college. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think the schools would do it quite yet because I don't know if they did any examinations on the kids. So I might be, I, I might be, just started a, that. Not I just might started. be an unemployed mother. And I, I can't do it. I ain't doing it. Mm -mm. Hell no. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Look, dog. I don't trust. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. Like, I get all y'all point of views and y'all perspective. Y'all already know me. I don't trust nobody, especially with this what's going on right now. You want me to be a guinea pig? So then 10 years from now, when one of my arms fall off or I can't walk or my big toe is gone, oops, we made a mistake. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. What do you wait, wait for what? For yeah, right. Yeah. What do you, what do you wait I, for? Need to, I need to see the first, second, like sister said on the iPhone, I need to see the first thousands and millions of people, how y'all feel afterwards. And then, okay. But no, nah, man, I'm fine with that. But you know, 
they they're gonna with this first batch they they're gonna put a couple they're gonna put a few million out they are they may even put a exactly and i'm not rushing to be the first million out that's oops we made a mistake let's refine it so and let me ask you a question hold on hold on, hold on. let me ask you a question you ever bought a new car say it again have you ever purchased a new car i'll never do that again but yes i have to answer your question all right there's no different than buying a new car you don't know like has any car you ever had have a recall no I'm being honest. You asked the question. I'm not going to recall notice on my. What's that got to do with a damn uh, right virus? The point I mean, is, I know the, where he was going with the it. Point but is, the point is, the point is, there's no such thing as perfection. So either you want to take the vaccine so that you can become immune to something that is killing other people around you. Because let me tell you something: if you don't take it and you got your basket around me, guess what's going to happen? We ain't going to be around each other. So I, you, I love you. You family for life, and if we got to go that route, we got to go that route. But let me ask you a question. It's not an if. Yeah, every year they come out with a flu shot. There's no ultimate cure for the flu shot. So you tell me there's going to be ultimate cure for COVID? Oh, this is it. This is going to cure it. Hell no. Neil, Neil, this is... the COVID has... I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. I'm passionate about it. I get what you're saying, dog. You you, you said something. You said a a flu shot is not a cure. A flu shot is a vaccination to make sure during that season you don't get the flu. So the COVID vaccination will be the same thing. Will, well, they don't know yet if it'll be a seasonal vaccination or permanent vaccination. So they're going to still, they got to figure that out. But what well, I'm not talking and about. And I know where you're going, but hold on. Forgive me if I'm wrong, because I know you and Kelsey are there. How you know where you're going? He ain't even finished. No, listen to what I'm saying, though, because I got a point to that. How many strains of COVID was there? There's only one strain? No, there are multiple strains of, of COVID twenty of, is on the way. There's there's multiples. They, they, they percolating the, the one that we have now. There were there are different coronaviruses, but COVID nineteen is the coronavirus disease that came out in twenty nineteen. So the okay. one that they're ta- the one that's sweeping through us right now, COVID nineteen. That is the only one. It's not okay. COVID-19 so when they give hypothetically, so when they give us that shot and some other shit comes out, then what? We got to take another and be guinea pigs for another one, then, right? No, Neil. It depends on if it's a pandemic, brother. This is, there's, there's been SARS. There's been N1, H1N1. That was, that was a, that was a, a epidemic. Uh, but it has, nothing has that, that, you, that you've been around with. Maybe AIDS was, AIDS is a pandemic. Um, but from, from a standpoint where it's airborne, it's viral in its capacity, we've never experienced anything like this. So your flu comparison is really null and void when it, when you relate that to what COVID nineteen does, what it's been. Can I? Can I? Yeah, yeah. And and, and COVID nineteen is killing at far greater rates than the flu. For me, it's not a matter of whether or not I got to take a vaccine and something funny happens. Or what COVID kills? It has the potential of killing widespread. Has the potential of spreading even quicker so if there is a vaccination or a vaccine that's out and like keltrick said you know we take it for you to be around us you got to be masked up hand sanitized like everything you're doing now you have to do in the new world but my fear is people are going to think well the vaccine is here i ain't going to take it so everything's but everything's good because the vaccine is here for me, that doesn't work because if you don't take it, you're still susceptible to getting it and spreading it. Or getting it and dying. Or, yeah. 
Well, I get what you're saying. I'm just, I guess I'm just looking at it from a different perspective. Some shit that we've never experienced, never encountered, never had before, all of a sudden, these scientists or whoever figured it out. You've never had this before. They have a word for that. We got, we got the cure all of a sudden. They have, jazz. They have, so they like, have everybody take this. First okay. of all, it's anytime you have a new virus, they call it a novel virus because it's right. new, because you've never right. seen it before. And then the scientists do what scientists do. They study it. And they study it nonstop until they find a vaccination. It's not out the blue. They put a lot of work into this. Yeah. But yo, man, is they say it's at this point it's 90% effective, Pfizer says. Right. One, I would not trust Pfizer. I'm not gonna trust the government. I'm not taking it, period. So it could be the fifth generation, the tenth generation. I'm not taking it. So I would wear masks. I think that is going to be the new normal. Masks, gloves, so on and so forth. Because you don't know what, what kind of side effects it could have uh, to your DNA, with your children, or whatever, man. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. So that's how it is. Are you having more kids? No. I mean, um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, y'all, y'all sound, I mean, I, I, listen, y'all grown I mean, I, I'm not gonna knock your, your your thoughts, your beliefs. I just think that they're they're a little um, archaic. No, well, what you're saying is everybody has to do this thing. No, everybody I'm not. I'm not. You just said everybody got to take the vaccine. I didn't say that. Well, that's what we're talking about, ain't it? You asked. You asked what we take the vaccine. I don't think everyone needs to take it. There has to be a high percentage of the population that will need to be vaccinated in order for us to have herd immunity and for COVID-19 not to kill as many people. So that's just that's just the way it is. It's mathematics. It's just the way it is. There has to be a high percentage of the population that's going to have to be vaccinated or have the disease in order for us to have herd immunity. I also think that, the you know, well, I don't know if if a small subset of people don't take it is do they get the version, if they catch it, do they get the daily version or do they get the version that's a little bit more mild? I don't know. Um, but I, I think your daughters, your son, your, your daughter would be upset with you if you had an opportunity to, to, to protect yourself and you didn't, and something happened to you. This is me protecting myself. I'm not putting those strange chemicals in my body because the government said so. I got so many questions. No, man. Leave it alone, Keldrick. Where's your I'm not doing it. You don't drink soda. You don't drink Who don't Power drink soda? Powerade or, or Kool-Aid or, or, or Gatorade. Me? John? Yeah, you. What, what? <laughs> How? What, what's, what's that got to do with anything? I'm confused. Meaning, meaning they're saying you don't know what's in the soap. You don't know what's in the food that you eat. And those are strange substances that was approved by the federal government that said that they can have a certain level of chemical that they could put in a substance that you put in your body. You eat beef. You eat beef. Yes. Mad cow disease. Gentlemen, <laughs> by all means, take all the vaccines. Go for it. I wish you well. I'm not taking the goddamn thing. No. I'm with you. I'm with you. So now we all know, and that's what it is. Um, so time out. What if? What if you? What if? Uh, I mean, y'all might not. Y'all might never. Like, I'm married, so I'm good. But for y'all that's single, what if? What if it becomes like a necessary thing where it's like you got to show your vaccination? Like, all right, I'm vaccinated, so we can we can get it in. 
I'll be a single motherfucker for the rest of my life. I mean, you can take a STD test and whatnot like that is one thing. I don't mind sharing that. I don't mind sharing that kind of information with somebody that you plan on swapping bodily fluids with. My problem is the government ain't going to tell me to do it. The uh, employer ain't going to mandate that I've got to do it. That's my body. You ain't going to make me do something. No, Wait, we, we started this conversation at the beginning of the COVID with John pretty much saying the government ain't going to tell him to wear a mask. It's you not. You can wear your mask. Wearing, I choose to wear a mask. In other words, if the gov see y'all, nuance don't really work with y'all. <laughs> I said the government ain't gonna tell me to wear a mask. I am going to tell me to wear a mask. Like if it came down to, let's say, God forbid, my children for whatever reason are allergic to meat, you know what I'm saying? And I gotta take a vaccine in order to spend time with them. Well then obviously, yes, I'm going to do that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But I'm not going to do something just because the government says that I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do that. That would be the, that to me is protecting me. I'm not going to just put some chemicals in my body because the government said, hey, nigga, put this in. You got to take this vaccine. No. I don't, I don't think it's really that. That's what's being said. I got you. I think that, well, number one, first it's got to get to the market. And I, I just wanted to bring up one more thing. What about them 10% that was, it's not effective on? The vaccine didn't work for them. They got it anyway. But that's, that's, that, that's, that's just the risk we got to run. Wait, wait. Once again, herd immunity does not require 100% uh, effectiveness in vaccination. I understand that. Like, there is no, I don't think there is a vaccine that's 100% effective. Probably not. What so, about the so, side effects that will happen with the vaccine is what I'm saying. You hear that, you hear that in, in every commercial. You know, if you, so you hear that with drugs. Yeah, that's true. With what, is, what do you think they're going to give you? You hear that with pharmaceuticals, drugs that you take oh. to either maintain or cure. Right. They're not going to say take the uh, the flu vaccine and you actually they will say you may feel a little tenderness and soreness in the in the injection site. You might have a little growth. It's all good. <laughs> You're not going to have COVID though. Hey. Word. You can Word. live with growth. Get a People do what you need to do. Make the correct thing for I'm your I'm looking at something right now that said most routine oh, childhood vaccines people. are effective for 85 to 95% of recipients. So to your Ross point, nothing is really ever 100%. Nothing is 100%. Um, totally agreed. Yeah, we will see. What works for you? Yeah, they said, it works for you, internet. They said the vaccine for Ebola was 100% effective. Really? They got they got 100% out of Ebola? No, I mean, this is Wired.com, so I don't, this is pretty reputable. I find it very interesting that we could do all this. We've came up with a vaccine for COVID in, what, less than a year, a year and a half, something like that? 45 had warp speed, Operation Warp Speed. Operation Warp Speed. Should he get credit for that whatsoever? Of course. Absolutely. No. No, you give, no. give a man credit for what a man does. Okay. He, get, he gets credit for Space Force, although... The, the, I'm with that. I'm actually on board with space. Force. No, they need to abolish I'm that. I'm on board man. with that one. <laughs> no, listen. This it's very clear that we're on the path to to consume all of our resources on this planet. So you got to figure out. I don't know what that's looking like. I mean, it's, it's we we fucking up. So Yo, you just went real left with the conspiracy <laughs> theory. Say that again. Internet, y'all need to hear this because everybody is like Keltrick is the the the. <laughs> rock solid, you know, no nonsense one. Keltrick, repeat what you just said, please. I'm all 
reduce, reuse, recycle. That's me, right? right. So I'm saying we we are we on a we on a collision course to consume a lot of all of our resources. So you need space force. I think go for it, man. You it can't hurt. So we gonna take the resources from the moon. Hey, I'm, I, it can't hurt to to do research. Why don't we spend that money here? Never mind. I'm with the space force because I just think you know what it sounds so outrageous that it's just dope to me. So I can't help that. Listen, I'm all for exploration. I'm not saying don't do those things you're talking about here. We just spent the trillion dollars. I mean, the, the money's there. Money is there. Interesting. Okay. I don't, well, I don't, cool. know, what, I don't, I don't know what that's shocking that I would say something like that. I mean, I feel like that's a very, like, that's something I feel like I would say, but it just seems less, you know, Keltricky. But that's cool. Because you have Keltric E. So I, that, that poses a good question. What are some things that you think he should get credit for? Like I, I think Space Force is, I think this warp speed, if it if it's actually true, what are the things that you think 45 should get credit for during his four years? Uh, he's going to be one of the most influential presidents in American history. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's credit. I mean, so was Barack Obama. I don't think he should get credit for much. Um, warp speed. Uh, he did do a, a, a pretty decent crime bill. Um, that's about it for me. He was giving me enormous laughs over the last four years. I give him yes. a lot of credit for being really, really a source of entertainment for me. Yes, he he gets credit for uh, uh, pumping up the um, cable news ratings. Facts. The stock market. I appreciate him for that. Now, the stock market actually has been, since he's been in office, has pretty much been sideways the entire time. So the, the stock market really hasn't done any gangbuster stuff. Maybe it's the stocks in it. Yeah. Now, if you win some decent stocks, yeah. But if you look at the stock market in general. No. True. I'm looking on his website. I'm Business Insider. And I, the first thing they talk about is his judicial appointees. He, if you are a conservative individual or Republican and or Republican, you definitely look at that as an accomplishment. I mean, the dude placed with three-fourths of all you know, federal judges, got three Supreme Court justices um, appointed. So I don't have to like what he did, but that's definitely an accomplishment. I agree with that. Um, they also have listed Space Force, ironically. Tax reform. If you got a lot of money, I guess you would tout that, but I, I don't really. I don't know nothing about that. You know? Yeah. Um, Tease uh, said, Tease said her cousin voted for Trump because he made good foreign policy deals. Um, and, he said and, uh, and Israel. And Biden, Israel. Biden won't be able to do that. Uh, foreign policy, he, Tease, I know you don't agree with your cousin. Um, but yeah, if anyone who thinks that his foreign policy has been trash, it's been horrible. Well, I mean, he did put something together for Israel, and he brokered some kind of peace deal with Israel, or something. But between sovereign states within Israel, were the Palestinians at the table? He moved. No. He moved the um no. the American embassy into Israel. I think it is. Like he did something with Israel. So, I mean, that's not an accomplishment to me. What's the First Step Act? I don't remember what this even is. Um, so the criminal justice reform. <laughs> what we got next? <laughs> Go down a list of his 
college. That's yeah. what we got next. Yeah, how we get how we get on praising Trump? We're not praising. I'm just saying we we talked about that. We you asked does he get credit for uh, warp speed? You asked that question. If it is effective, I mean, yeah, I guess. But yeah, space force. That's it. Do you think? Do you think he's going to go away? No, it's going to be a very influential person in American politics for the rest of his life. And the Republican Party is going to be following in his little footsteps because they can't come back. Like nobody's going to let you just forget, you know, that you was involved with this dude. So the only thing they can do is go further and further in his direction. I disagree. I think that um, the Republican base is no longer what it was. The Republican base now belongs to Trump and people who, who think like Trump. Someone, someone said this on the news early today. Um, you have now more QAnon and conspiracy theorists voted in to um, Congress, Republicans, than you have Black people. Like at one point in time after the, the the loss to Barack, there was like, how do we bring more black people into the Republican mm-hmm. Party? They have completely abandoned that strategy now. And now they're going after people who think like Trump. That's his that's the Republican Party now. I think you talk about a strong third party um system, right now you have a better chance of getting a third party system on the Republican side than you do on the Democratic side. Because now you have two groups of people that are starkly opposed to each other in their thinking. And that's where a fissure can happen and a split to a third party. But right now, Trump Trump isn't going nowhere. If he doesn't go to prison or he, he doesn't die, he ain't going nowhere. And if he gets his own television station, which I think he's about to do, he's going to control the narrative. Seven Listen, I'll say this. I, I don't, I think once he gets out of office, the people that are in government, the people who are in the, in the Republican leadership, he's going to lose a ton of steam. He won't have the bully pit of the presidency behind him anymore. He may get some coverage, but he won't, he won't siphon all the energy out of a news story. His kids don't have the same moxie that he has. I think, I think not that he fades away, but his message gets, it gets truncated, you know, so rapidly and he's going to be prosecuted. So I think all, once all those things come out, his taxes, um, his involvement with the Jeffrey Epstein, I think all of those things get a little bit more life because his loyalists, they don't have any reason to be loyal. Um, the people that you talk about, Rob, like the Mitch McConnell, the Lindsey Grahams, the et cetera, all those people had critical things to say about this dude before he was the, the Republican presidential nominee. Once he became president, everybody did an about face and they, they, they marched lockstep and foot with him. They're not loyal to that dude. They're loyal to, to, his, to his title, in my opinion. I think once the title is gone, they're going to get back to business as usual. And um, they will be held accountable by the voters. The voters will tell them where they need to go. And those voters in the Republican Party are now Trump's. They don't belong to the Republican Party anymore. They belong to Trump. Without a title, Trump won't need a title. All he'll need is his media outlet. And he will tell those voters, either you, you vote for these people or vote for those people, and they'll follow suit. Uh, Lindsey and, and Mitch, they're scared. They're shaking in their boots because the old Republican Party that would allow them to, to work across the aisle no longer exists. 
now the Republican Party is a bunch of people who want who want to see folks tar and feathered and dragged down the street and and believe that Democrats are, are, are pedophiles at a comet pizza up on Connecticut Ave. The Republic, those are the people that Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell are going to have to appeal to for them to retain power. I don't know. I look at like Arizona as a as a as a shining example of people who voted for this dude basically fifty percent last time. He's at like forty seven percent now because he offended, you know, John McCain and his wife came out to support Joe Biden. That was a significant, you know, shift in what that party represented. Now, granted, Phoenix is a, is is growing and it's a little bit more diverse, mm-hmm. but I, I think about. Republicans who have, like a, if Mitch McConnell ever said, you know what, we're not going to support that dude no more. The people in Kentucky wouldn't be like, you know what, Mitch McConnell, you can go to hell. I mean, he would, he, I think they would be like, you know what, he's probably right. We don't need to mess with that dude no more. Because when Lindsey Graham did it when he was in South Carolina, it's not like he, they turned on him. He just didn't want to get bullied. I mean, they, they just, some, they, I think they're a bunch of cowards, if anything else. I mean, I feel like y'all should really be happy about the third parties in American politics because it's the libertarians in Georgia that really, you know, got motivated and brought people out. Then people would have probably voted for Trump or that would have been enough for him to get Georgia, maybe turn the tide. But nonetheless, it doesn't matter now. How many votes did the libertarian uh, candidate get down there? Some like 60,000. No, they didn't get up there. You know, they did I'd like to put a little bet on that. He did get sixty. Yeah, sixty plus. The, and I the, thought about that. Yeah. Got sixty. Yeah. 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 Well, and that would have went to Trump. Most of it, not all of it, because the third parties normally the people who vote for them would not have voted. Period. They just wouldn't have were voted for the Democrat or the Republican. So anyway, now that we got all that out the way, but there's going to be a runoff in Georgia. Like I, I don't yeah. know in Georgia. I know definitely for the Senate, but I, I believe in Georgia. It's if it's not, nobody got some majority, they got to do it all over again. They, they got, no, they just got to recount. Yeah, okay. Now they got to they got to run off for the Senate seat, but for the presidential... It's a recount. Um, yep. Yeah. I fully expect for all the Democrats to be real quiet about things until that Georgia senatorial situation is straightened out. But then after that, lift every voice. Really need them to implement that, start talking about that. Voters, think about that. So Talk anyway... We talking about lift every voice, the Biden plan. Oh, yeah. Um, so now the part that y'all been waiting for, we got to come to the the meat of the show, the relationship section. I know everybody loves this. Uh, Neil, this is kind of your thing, but I, you know, you want to like explain the little situation? Oh no, I mean it was just a topic that I heard somebody say, and when it comes to relationships, does insecurity play a main factor in the sense that, okay, point of view, if you start dating someone, put it this way. So we're, let's say we were all single and then we start dating a young lady, but we were known to have a whole bunch of female friends, right? And that's legitimately our friends. They confide in us, they chill with us. Those are our friends. But if now this new person that comes into your life that you care about and want to build with is, I know it's a word that Ra hates, but that person is insecure and they're like, why are these girls always calling you or why are they around you? If you care about this female, is it a valid option to cut off your female friends because of their insecurity? Or do you say, look, they was here before you. They always going to be around. 
and you got to deal with it. Or vice versa. If you were dating a woman who has a lot of male friends and it's strictly platonic, there's no hidden agenda. She just has a lot of male friends. If you were to say, not saying that we would, but if you were to say, look, I don't like this dude coming around. Do you think that's a valid thing to say because you may be insecure or are you strong enough to be like, yo, that's her friend. She can have male friends. I'll be insecure. No, don't. Got some dude calling you at 1130 at night. You know what's up with that? Uh, but if she say that's not even if she say we're talking about legit. That is her friend. Been there for her. Always looked out. Come on. Does she have to let her friend go? For me, no. You don't. You don't have to do anything. To be a hundred percent honest, like I'm. I'm not that person. I'm not uh, jealous like that or insecure, or whatever the case is. Um, you know, if somebody wants to be with somebody else and they want to dip out or whatever, there's very little that. I can do to keep them from doing that. So, you know, have your friends, keep your friends. They're unfortunately right that your friends are who's going to be there after that relationship is over with. So, you know what I'm saying? By all means, keep your little dusty ass friends. I don't you like be, you being your feelings because she had male friends before you. Um, what is the best? I, I will be the first person to say I, the way that I do things might be a whole lot different than other people, obviously, but yeah, I'm not um, the most friendly, glad you having male friends type dude. I mean, yeah, you got your friends. It is what it is. Like, okay. But um, it, it also depends on the energy between the friends. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like, sometimes dudes can, like, overstep bounds. And, I mean, you know, if we trying to do something here, uh... I feel like that. I wouldn't tell you to leave your friend alone. I would just merely say in my mind, like, clearly something is up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between, you know, we're friends, we cool, and we have a, a lover kind of energy, I guess is the best way to say it, where this person can call you at any time, and if he needs some help, you got to go run over there and help his bitch ass or whatever. No, I'm not with that. So, uh, that's how I feel. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying you don't have to keep him as a friend. I'm just saying that that's not something that I would be down for. Now, is it a double-sided issue? Like if a lady you was dating told you to let go of your female friends? Yeah, what? I'm not saying... I'm just asking. Let the friend go. I'm just saying there needs to be, you know, barriers and boundaries and acceptable behavior like grown-up people do. And if that is your friend, you know, one of my best friends is a woman. But I... You know, I recognize that there's like certain things that we can't, you know, I guess do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if she's in a relationship and I'm in a relationship, whatever the case is, there's just the kind of stuff that you just can't necessarily engage in. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't feel like that's kind of crazy to even say to me. So it's not, it's not crazy to, to, to have a female friend and have a boundary set like hey don't don't call me past midnight like don't don't call me at one o'clock right in the morning. i don't think there's anything crazy. unless it is an emergency something has happened you know what i'm saying like somebody died right you know that's different but mm, mm. even then that could be a little taboo though. even then somebody died and you don't it, it, i could see a lady being like and she ain't got no one else to talk to about it right well no that's that's different i mean for me like because if they um, die, they sitting in the in the bedroom and they dead or in the living room dead. What you gonna do? 
as in like they're letting you know, uh, it, it wouldn't shock or surprise me right. if somebody's family member died, you, you know, a mom died or something like that, <laughs> and they want to let you know or whatever. Yeah, you go. It's one o'clock in the morning. I guess you're not supposed to answer the phone. This is your this is your friend, your platonic friend that just happens to be of the opposite gender. So clearly, I feel like that they would know. Like people know. Number one, I ain't gonna pick up my phone. Period. So if it's one o'clock in the morning and you calling me, I feel like definitely something is up. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, no. I need that to not to uh, to pay for my internet connection because I missed all of the questions. I have no idea what y'all talking about. Okay, we're gonna rehash this for KG. Oh, go ahead, Neil. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I I think he heard it, but I'm saying so. Let's say you know hypothetically, let's say we were all single at first, but then we all had female friends, numerous female friends, but it was really strictly platonic. Like they looked at us like the big homies, the brother. Then you get involved. Is it platonic? You know, you know, I like to ask questions with clarity. Is it platonic? Yes, platonic, platonic. Like on both sides. Yes, platonic, okay. platonic, 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 platonic. No nothing. But that's right. the person who's how you get involved. So now you get involved with somebody that you really do care about, but for lack of a better word, they're insecure with why you have so many female friends. Is it out of pocket if they ask you to, you know, back away from them or have them back away from you because they feel a certain way? Or do you take the mindset of they've been there before you? Don't worry about it. I got it. So just question um i think that if the relationship that you get involved with the i guess the the entanglement that you get involved with the, with the new person you really won't need to hear from your your girlfriend that you need to do anything with your platonic friends because you're naturally going to invest more time in the relationship as it as it grows and so your your available time with your platonic friend is going to decrease because there's only so much time in the day so there's so much, so much capacity of bandwidth somebody kind of has. So your platonic friend would be the one I think that should inherently know, like you got a person now, you got a girlfriend, or even you should have that conversation up front, you know, this is getting kind of serious. And then it's not even gonna be like we gotta spend more less time together. It's just gonna, like when Rasim gets married, you got married, John got married, I got married. Like it's not like we talk every day, but it doesn't mean that the, our friendship has diminished in any way. Right. It's just the bandwidth isn't there. So I don't even know if this question is as relevant. If you're in your 20s, then maybe, yeah, right? Um, because you try to do it all. Like we overcommit in our 20s. And some people still do it in their 40s. Um, but I don't, I don't think it would be a problem at this point. I think if, a, if, if the woman is, is asking that, she's very insecure. And I wouldn't want to be with an insecure woman. It's not necessary. Got you, got you. You never finished up, bro. I think you was saying something at the beginning, but John cut you off. Well, you good. You answered already. Yeah, no, nah, I just don't, I don't think. I, yeah, no, nah, I don't, you're not going to call me at one o'clock in the morning. So I, it, I feel like that's, it's a non-issue. Like a female yeah. friend is going to be a female friend. They're going to be boundaries and that's cool. Um, But you, you're not going to do anything that, that can be perceived to upset those boundaries. Because as a friend, you recognize I'm not going to put him in a position. Like, if that person's for real, for real, a friend. Right. Yeah. Then they, they're going to be like, okay, cool. Like, you work you work in concert with the people who are in your lives. You work in a relationship mm -hmm. with the people who are in your lives. So if I'm working in concert with a friend, like, there's certain things we had to learn. Like, I remember one time 
we, we wasn't thinking. John just had a baby. Had them all out in the streets at night. Baby was a newborn. Came home. It, it was all bad. Like the baby I've been there too. I've been I've been there too. I mean, yeah, you have. Like, like yeah. as friends, we need to be considerate of people's lifestyles. We should have been considerate to be like, yo, we gotta get home, take care of the kid right now. It's all on the lady. Da da da. da. This this way back in the days, John. This way back in the day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just right. about to say something, but you know what? <laughs> straight no chasing. Straight yeah, no chasing. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 straight no chasing. No. This is, no, it's love. It's love. We got this, this is a simple No, but you're right, though. The simple one is we should have been considerate about his lifestyle and got him home early enough so that the, 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 the parenting wasn't all on one person. I'm considerate of my friends. I told John, I saved John's life. We went on a trip and I saved his life. <laughs> um, number one, <laughs> internet, this, this, these kind of Tales here, <laughs> like you should thank me. You, you should really did save your life, though. I really am appreciative of Keltrick for many different things. But what they're talking about, um, the, the particulars and the specifics, ain't it it's not needed. It's not needed. Right. It doesn't speak to the point that we're talking about. Right. 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 The point that we're talking about is when you are in, in friendship with somebody, you are considerate of them. So if I'm in friendship with a shorty. And she's calling me up at three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, because she want to tell me something. That's not being considerate. But you know what? And, and I thought about it from John's perspective, I guess. And I guess I could ask Ron Keltry. If it is, though, a dire situation and they called you, is that is that valid or is it still off limits? I think it's I think it's valid. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm going to respond. You You can't call me at one o'clock, even if y'all call me. It's gonna be silent on my phone. Right. I have a, a sleep time frame for my phone, so I get no alerts. Or let's not, let's not even say one o'clock. Say time that Ra and Kelchick would consider off limit time. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So somebody call you off, a friend calls you off the off limit time who's a female, but they really needed assistance. Is that still considered a, a friendly thing or are you like you violating right now? You run the gamble. It could be both. But if you're my friend. You run the gamble of wasting your call on me. Because if you're my friend, you know at three o'clock in the morning, my phone ain't even on. I mean, we're getting caught up in like the phone calls or whatever, but let's, it could be I, I, anything. Let, you know let me saying? respond. I, I'll say this. Both things could be true. I could answer and I could tell you as a friend, I can't, I can't get you right now. Mm -hmm. right. Or I can say, let me point you in this direction. They can help you faster than I can because you know, whatever the situation I'm involved in. Or my girl can come with me. You know what I mean? You can you gonna get that haze. Um <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. Real talk. Real talk. Can, can I can I can I twist this real quick? You get you get you get inside information, Ron. You be you be sharing let that skew your thoughts. No, no, I'm gonna twist <laughs> it real quick. Um because cause because one of one of my New Orleans people's HU. Um, Natasha Zeno was like, we're talking, we're speaking on optimistic terms. We're speaking on optimistic terms where people understand the roles. But what about when folks are really seriously blurring the lines, crossing boundaries? Talk about it. Um, not <laughs> understanding or being respectful. Like, 
So let's say you, how would you respond to a situation where the, where the shorty or you got a lady and the dude is really calling her on some old, I'm trying to be the friend, but he's really a, trying to slide. I'll take this. This happened to me one time. <laughs> this happened to me one time. And then John got something after you. Go I ahead, got kid. this one. So um, I won't get into the specifics, but I was dating this person. And um, I went to visit them. And the phone rang at like one o'clock. And I look at her. And I'm like, what you going to do? And so she didn't answer it. Because and I, and right I told her, I said, listen, old buddy trying to holler. And so it happened one more time. And to her credit, she nipped it in the bush. She's like, listen, you can't call me no more. We can't talk. She handled her business. Now, granted, I think women have a better ability to terminate relationships with yeah. men than, 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 than guys. Um, men tend to not be able to do that as effectively as women. I mean, it's just, I think, this is my experience. I'm just letting you out. I'm just putting it from my point of view. Um, but so I, I think that when, I think the opposite, you won't feel this way that Neil's talking about unless you're either insecure or you see indicators or red flags of people trying to overstep their, you know, they're trying to do too much to overstep the line. So I think when you see that, you have to provide examples so you don't seem insecure and say, listen, when this person did this, I felt like this. So you don't seem like you're just kind of, you know, a simp. All right. Go ahead, Rob. So how, I, I want y'all to address that, but we living in a world with people who don't have a high emotional intelligence. They don't have a high EQ. The, the, the people we be in relationship with, they friends, like there are a lot of people we kind of unpack things, kind of think of stuff from different perspectives, but there are a lot of folk who can't read a room. So even, even in that situation, it ends up going good. What about those situations where they just not seeing eye to eye? Who's not seeing eye to eye? The, the, the boy and the girl, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the husband, the wife, the man, the woman. Uh -huh. And it's, it is one of those situations, well, that's my peoples. Right. You see, you know, they've been here forever. It's contentious. I think I think people have those relationships then. I think people will have those relationships and keep them away from their significant other, um, which can be dangerous, mm -hmm. right? But I, I think those things definitely exist because that's a friend. You're gonna you gonna really you gonna trump for your no no. Oh damn! You you got to say that all over again. I don't think most people will put themselves out there for a friend that's not worthwhile. Mm -hmm. if, if it's a relationship that you don't really care about, you're like, man, I ain't got to worry about them. You know, fuck them. However, if it's a friendship or relationship that you deem relevant and important, you will hide it. You will downplay it. You will, people going to lie. They're going to say it's, you know, uh, an emergency at work that's calling. They're going to sneak out the bedroom. They're going to do crazy things like that. Um, all those things, in my opinion, are unhealthy. But mm -hmm. as adults, you got to just do what's best for you. Um, but I think people will, they'll try to do both. They'll try to maintain the relationship. I just lost everybody again, probably. Oh, no, I didn't. No, you uh, I see. We got you. 
But um, I, th I think people are just trying to do both things. John, what you was trying to say? I know you're dying to say something, John. I mean, I was about to try to bring up some stuff from my past and history, and I'm trying to think about how to say it without pissing anybody off or whatever the case is. Go for it. In English, people are grown. They should see. I agree. You ain't got to deal with the things I got to deal You're with. Right. But yeah. nonetheless, right. so um, like I said, I've got a very good friend of mine. That's like my oldest friend. That's a woman. Uh, basically, the question was: You was like, what do you do when people the the friend is overstepping bounds, or you know, and it's just a real gray area, and it, they really might be trying to do too much. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily just boundaries and optimistic and blah, 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 right? That's what you was, that's what the person was saying, right? Yeah, so um, I've been in those situations. I have been the person in the relationship with the friend that might've been kind of murky. I have been the friend where things was murky to somebody in a relationship. I think that in time, you kind of learn how to, how to work things for yourself. Um, I've already explained how I get that. And that is why I act like that because I can kind of see the BS coming and I can tell the difference between friends and people that's just kind of waiting in line. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically where I'm at with it. I don't know if the people who just hit, satisfied, they, a few people just like, this is straight, straight notation. Get it off your chest. That's what they're saying in the chat. Ooh, I, don't know, I don't know if what you just said satisfied. Oh, wait, John. Uh, unfortunately, audience members, um, I have been told in no uncertain terms to keep my mouth shut about certain people and certain things. Y'all ain't got to deal. Y'all don't have my burden. So I got to leave that alone. But first of all, real talk, nobody, nobody knows the people who give you whatever. I think you got to do a better job of explaining your situation and your responses so that people have enough vagueness, but they get what you're trying to say. And I think you can do, you can accomplish that. I agree, I, I have to think through. See, this wasn't part of our show list, so I was not prepared for this, but that's okay. I will, I will try to keep that in mind, you're right. I have to do a better job of, you know, making my point without making it too specific. That's why women say we can't communicate. You gotta think on your feet, man. Hey, I'll be the first one to, don't, don't do that. Don't do that, dude. <laughs> I would be the first to say that I need to stay in my little fortress of solitude. I like it just like this, 100%. What you got, Ra? I ain't got nothing. And there Ra, you have it. Ra, Ra always plays it, I wouldn't say safe, but he be he be toting that little line where it's like, I'm not going to say nothing that's going to incriminate me. Come on, man. Straight no, no chase of the podcast. Oh, no, because when I think about this, I had the one situation way back in the day. Neil know who she was. It was an ex from back in Albany, uh, the one from Queens. Um, no, 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 Cage, you never met her. You never met I don't, her. I don't need to meet her, but I, I like the fact that you, if anybody knows your past, they can figure that out. But yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff. Like, we, you know, we grow. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'll make it even easier. She was the um, Angelina Jolie, uh, uh, Vanessa Washington, uh, Williams, hybrid um facts i was i was doing some stuff with my peoples we finished doing what we was doing she hadn't seen me for a little bit because i was busy um she had a whole bunch of people in her suite me and the fellas came by and knocked on the door she looked at her peoples and she said these are her friends folks that have been with her she looked at them she's like y'all gotta get out y'all gotta leave that made me feel good 
that she wouldn't put her friends over her man. She wouldn't put her friend. Wait a minute. She would not her put friends, her friends. She wouldn't put them over me. She kicked them out so that we could connect. We could kick. We could spend time together. Oh, time together. She said, "I want to spend time with my man." And I felt. I felt high on the horse. But then I found out she was boning like half the campus. Hey, Check this out. So, so then it got to a point where I started to think, what shows are you putting on for the people? You know what I'm saying? You putting on the show for me like I put you above da 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 da. But now all these dudes is hitting me up like, oh yeah, we hit it, we hit it, we hit it, we hit it. When you was over there, I was at the room. When you was over here, I was at the room. Da da. That's so disrespect. No, it ain't. So That's what? So what? So what? Men do the Don't same thing. Me. So all I'm saying. Wait a minute. What'd you say, KG? I said, men do the same thing. We can't be mad, man. Men do the same thing. What men you talking about? I mean, you. <laughs> and on that note, how about that? Cut this one. How about that? Just you want to? You <laughs> Yo, he tapped out uh, real quick. Joe was like, "Well, Ra, Ra had Ra was trying to make a point." All I'm saying is, I don't. I'm not getting wrapped up in the. I got a friend. You got a friend. That's my friend. That's gonna always be my friend. Or you need to put your friend. You know, not having your friend anymore because you got me. I ain't. I, I don't get wrapped up in any of that. I think that's. But still see, I think that comes. I think that comes with maturity, man. Because some dudes are insecure, where they dating a shorty or they hollering at a shorty, but she has a lot of male friends. That's not insecurity, Neil. That is. That is immaturity. Okay. I mean, mean I'm free. Whatever way you want to call it. In no, that's, that's it's two different things. It's two different things. Immaturity is. They haven't, you know, they're mentally not able to accept a woman that doesn't belong to them. That's a possession type of thing. That they want to have control over a woman. You shouldn't want to have control over a woman if you are a man. You so should want that. So what's the insecurity point of view though? They, they, ain't no, they ain't got no confidence in themselves. You know what I mean? Like some people want to want to control, like you can only talk to this person here. And if you don't, then, you know, you don't love, I mean, that's, that's kind of, those are weak-minded men in my opinion. I mean, Meek-minded males, um, but if, if say that again, if they not men, yeah, then they, you can't be a man and be uh, immature or even uh, insecure. I think both of those things show that you're you're not really, in my opinion, you're not really ready to be in a relationship because you got some stuff you need to deal with within yourself that you haven't really tackled yet. And I think women, uh, the same thing kind of kind of happened on uh, Lovecraft, where you know the the wife was talking about like. I want to be able to extend my hands, extend my wings, and be me. Women should be afforded the same opportunity that men are to do whatever they want to do. And as a man, if you're dating that woman, you should not feel like you are submissive or sub or below them because they may outshine you. Women are dope. Black women especially are phenomenal. And so if you're going to let them shine, you should be pushing them up and be like, you know what? You are a dope black woman, and I'm happy to, to support and elevate you. And if you can't do that, you a pussy. And if what does that have to do with accepting dudes that might be dipping in her DMs and because I'm trying to holler at Because what's going to happen is men will naturally be attracted to that type of woman. Women who are doing the, 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 right. the daggone thing, fellas is going to be eyeing them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and what type of dude are we gonna be? Do, do we want to keep her light under un, under a basket so that no one can see her? Yeah, you wanna mm, me all you? Yeah. Nah. nah, 
She got to be yeah. able to do No, what I'm saying, I, I see what Keldra, I see what Keldra Garage is talking about, but I'm saying when you really think about it, okay, maybe we're not maybe, we are different dudes. But how many dudes do you know that's really secure in themselves to be like, yeah, my shorty can talk to or not talk to, but have professional relationships with multitude of men. Men can call at any time, but she's a business person, she's a go-getter, she's a hustler, and they really not have that little thing in their head that make them go, hmm. I would have thought, I would have thought that there were a bunch of dudes like that. But she, when I when I pay attention to these little social media, social media right. groups and I see the the, the women doing their posts, it becomes apparent that either they lying or there are no dudes like that. Mm -hmm. Social media is entertainment. So I, I take that with a grain of salt. Right. Um, I think that they're on both sides, Neil, women who are, they are insecure as well and immature. Um, and there are men that are insecure and are mostly immature. And when those two types of people get together, you get a relationship where Rod talks about before in previous episodes, you pick the wrong person because you ain't a whole post, you're not a whole person yet. And so I think that when you, when you, have, when you have confidence in yourself and you look at yourself as a prize and you date somebody that looks at themselves as a prize, y'all can be dope together. You ain't gotta block her, she ain't gotta block you. Y'all gonna build each other up, support each other, and just let people kind of do what they're gonna do. And then when y'all need to get together, y'all can be a power couple. I look at, I look at, in, the, in an example I would kind of play out, I throw out there would be like a Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, right? I don't think he ever stopped her shine. I don't think she ever stopped his shine. They big up each other as much as possible, and when they get together, they, they shine bright together. And make money together, too. Wonderful. Facts. I'm on a uh, don't ask, don't tell type thing. Uh, by all means, have your friends. I don't even ask about them type. I don't ask what's going on. I mean, it's cool. You got your friends. It is what it is. Male or female, et cetera. So, you know. Well, all right. There you go. You disagree, Neil? I mean, you ain't saying nothing. You just got to ask him the question. You sitting right. back. You back. Never, yeah, you never offered up your thoughts. Um, Relationship guru. I, no, damn sure ain't me. I retired that hat. Lee Mubai. Not no more. It's John now. Um, the way I look at it, <laughs> nah, the way I look at it, it's like, I don't know, I think it comes with, I think it comes with maturity. Like you said, I think we all touched on it. It comes with maturity. If we were in our 20s, you know, whatever, that insecurity, that immaturity, whatever you want to deem it as, it's, it's, it's definitely a factor. Because it's like, I've been through it. Y'all seen me go through it, where it's just like, why are you hanging around with this chick? Why are you hanging around with that chick? And I'm like, they my friends, like legitimately my friends. What? What? See, I, I, John, I have no filter. You go ahead. Say well, so like back in the day, you would be your friends were very, you know, they would like undress in front of you. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit, and that's okay because I know that y'all was just friends, but. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would not be mad at a woman that you was in a relationship with being like, yo, I don't want you to, like, do I don't think I don't think he would tell his woman that they were undressing in front of him. So, again, you know what I'm saying? But John is bringing it from the perspective of, he'd be like, yo, Shorty doing, do it, Shorty's doing all that and you're not trying to holler at her? I was like, no. They felt that comfortable. That's where John's going. They felt that comfortable to do that. And I never tried to press upon them. So, but I'm, if you bring in this to, to now, 
it's a maturity thing where I think Rod touched on it. Everybody touched on it. If my lady's in that limelight and she's getting that shine and she's doing her thing, I trust her. It's like, go ahead, do your damn thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're in that network and you got a network and you meet a lot of people, you can't be insecure. And I think Keltrick said it best. We both have to be off that same mindset where we trust each other. Because once you let insecurities seep in, you start wondering, you're like, hmm, why are they calling you? Why are they doing this? Your relationship is going to go straight down here. But then when I, wait, Keltrick, I see you about to say something. No, I'm saying like you're, whoever you with wants you to be confident too. Like nobody wants a, a, a weak-minded, feeble man or a weak-minded, feeble woman. At least I think most mature people want. Now, if you want to, you know, dominate somebody, then I guess you may want an insecure, feeble-minded individual. And in, uh, in a crazy way, oh, wait, my back up. I mean, it's, it's like in the, in the show Insecure, in that first season when my man was sleeping on the couch all that time, he didn't have any confidence. And now in the last season, he didn't got his swag back and she got her swag back. So that's, that's why the attraction has kind of resumed. The flame has been rekindled because they're both looking at each other like, you know what? This is why I bothered you from the beginning. Like for, for her, I think the beginning was more like potential. Now he's realized his potential. He's confident. He's making moves. She's confident. She's making moves like we was good together. Even we was down. So now that we kind of got our stuff together, let's rock. But you know what? And not even the bring- never get back with uh, Issa. Oh. oh, go ahead, Rossi. Go ahead, man. I, I, I don't think this has to do with um, anything to do with, uh, well, I don't think the maturity piece has anything to do with age. I think when you're talking about people representing them, their best selves and as a result getting attention for it, because I think that's what, you know, I want to make sure we're, we're connected to what yeah. we're talking about, being their best selves, getting attention for it, and then the partner being able to handle that attention. I, I seriously doubt, I can't imagine that at 26, 27, Neil, you would have been with somebody and not been able to handle the attention they were getting. I can't imagine, KG, that at 22, you know what I'm saying? 21. But I don't even think we, I don't think we were talking from the, the, the preface of us. No, but we-, we Oh, we I was absolutely you. insanely jealous back in those days. Yeah, no, that's, I didn't say you. I, I okay, didn't say cool. you. No, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I didn't say you. Okay. Because I, because I know, and you even said oh, it- yeah. You even said it on this conversation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I, I, don't don't ask, don't tell. You know? So back then, that's ex- exactly how you was. Don't ask, don't tell. And it wasn't the age that brought us that betrayed. That's just how you were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people don't have that. They don't have that. They just don't have that. Yeah. I mean, I don't even. Know how it was raised. I don't know what the yeah. relationships they had. I don't know what they, what's going on with their mamas. I just don't know. They just don't have it. Yeah. I mean, even think about like when Rasheen was in, when we were in college, when I was in college and Rasheen was working or just kind of in that vicinity, I mean, people like rock. I had people that liked me. Neil had people that liked him. John, you had people too. But I'm saying when people dated us, with the exception of John, because he was, he was jealous, you had to be confident to mess with us because there's other people around, like it was always other people around us. And if you mm-hmm. couldn't handle, the the number of people that be around us, then you was gonna have some problems. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, facts. Facts. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was about to I, I I was about to say something about that uh, ninety six ninety seven era 
But that's ancient, ancient, ancient ass history. And nobody wants to delve into that. We'll get into that after the live Facebook joint. So, well, anyway. I love y'all, man. Go ahead, John. <laughs> Wrap us up, man. Wrap, Wrap us up, up, John. Wrapping it up. So, once again, straight no chase of the podcast. Uh, we're all over the place. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Oh, on Instagram. Instagram, uh, Straight No Chaser on Instagram. What is the name of it? STR8 No Chaser, straight number eight. But yeah, man. STR8 dot no dot dot chaser is the the IG. And where can they find us at, John? Everywhere that podcasts are. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcast. We just got put on the Amazon Podcast. Nice. We out there. Yeah, nice. It's actually Straight No Chaser Podcast. Straight dot no dot chaser dot podcast. People well, don't know like what that, that means. Shirt, John. People don't know what it means, John. Oh, that's John, true. That. Cutting all of this. <laughs> Cutting all of this. <laughs> I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> anyway, all right. Don't cut it. Don't cut it. Okay. Nobody knows what nobody knows what horseman means. Well, okay. Well, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. So if y'all have something you want us to talk about, let us know. Send us some topics, so on and so forth. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And we're going to hopefully see you next week. Holly. The four horsemen will hopefully see you next week. There you go. Hey, man, congrats to Kamala Harris. H U. You know. Got some more Howard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and man, don't ever don't ever tilt oh, your man. camera down. Don't ever tilt the camera down to your legs like that, man. Don't ever do that. Again. Don't do that. No, 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 no. I don't want to see that, man. I don't want to see that, man. Okay. Oh, it's too much. It's too much. Straight, no chaser.